0: The number one book club for kids. Wendy tweeted, just got a subscription for my nine-year-old nephew who loves to read. Awesome sponsors, mama. Travis Bones Nephews. We were on FaceTime. My nephew Emmett ran and got his book and came and showed it to us on camera. They send him stickers so he can label his book so it's his book and not his little that, brother's book. That I, is adorable. I yes. know it. And think of you're in quarantine, you're running out of ideas, and they can keep the ones they love, send back the ones that they don't. Yes. And how important is that right now? Delivered right to your doorstep safely, right? No more scrolling online trying to find the perfect gift. My parents have got enough things to worry about right now. Yes, and reading books as a family creates a sense of adventure, bonding, whatever, and will keep you from going crazy in quarantine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with their curated selection, only keep your favorite, send the rest back for free. Literati.com slash Stephanie, 25% off your first two subscriptions. Best offer available anywhere. Go to L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I dot slash Stephanie, 25% off your first two subscriptions. Literati.com slash Stephanie, terms and conditions apply.
1: Hi, I'm francis Callier. And I'm Angela v Shelton. We are Frances, and welcome to The Final Word.
2: The Final Word with
1: The final, oh, the final word. 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 Bam, 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 bang.
2: We're coming to you quarantine style, everybody. That's right. We're using Zencaster because there's a curfew and we couldn't be in the same place. Yes.
1: So here we are. Um, But we wanted to make sure that we reached out to you. You are our lifeline. And so many of you say that, you know, we help keep you going. So we just wanted to make sure we had a presence in each other's lives this week. We also want to remind you that this Saturday night, talk about getting your presence on, especially in these times. The Sexy Liberals are coming to you in your living room. You hear me? June 6th. Sign up. Go to SexyLiberal.com. Hal Sparks. John Fugel saying, Mama Frangela, all
2: bringing the funny. That's right, Rob Reiner. Hello, mm-hmm. it's gonna so be go great. So yeah, please uh, go th- get that and listen. And, and uh, you know, we're gonna be doing some idiot stories because we're it's it's we're gonna make everybody needs a moment, yeah, <laughs> I think. some joy, some some stupid people that while at times dangerous, usually mostly to themselves yeah Um, and and so we're gonna we decided to we thought about doing something different we thought you know what we could use this moment and we know you could too and we know that you'll enjoy it because it really was a nice moment for us to be able to just do idiot
1: yeah so here we are, you know sitting here uh, in the midst. we you know just to give you a little bit of background, I'm sure you've heard us talk about it a little bit here and there, our lives in um, in Los Angeles, but we are living in one of the protesting areas and it is number one, we were in the, we went to the grocery store today,
0: which is all mm-hmm. boarded
2: up. The, we the line is around
1: the corner, and as we pulled
2: in, Angela, what did we see? They had blocked the street, to, um, so we're on sort of a, a minor thoroughfare, which actually is one of my favorite Betty Davis quotes ever. A reporter asked her once, "Would well, you have any advice for young actresses in Hollywood?" And she said, "Take Fountain." Yeah. So we were on Fountain, heading towards La Brea, and. It's Ralph's we go to precisely because for some reason a lot of people don't seem to know it's there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the police had blocked the street in heavy fashion. You know, um, yeah. we're not letting anybody through. We pulled into the parking lot and we saw the line. All the windows were boarded up. Um, they they got boarded up like a couple days ago, but they really did it uh, today. And there was just a really long line, and then hundreds and hundreds of protesters. Marching peacefully and wonderfully down La Brea Avenue or up at North with signs and chanting and cars and everybody honking their support. And it was amazing to see. And beautiful. And it was heartening. And And then we, it was, you know, yeah, we couldn't get home. We were in the car. And I was like, and it it for a minute looked like we might have to abandon the car (laughs) because they weren't letting us through on side streets. And as per usual, with the police, they were fucking dicks. Um, and I just, we, you know, wanted to ask this officer just, are we ever going to be able to, like, should we keep going south? You know? And he just did the usual, yeah, keep it moving kind of fuggy bullshit. And, and I was just like, I can't imagine why it is that people don't like you. I just can't yeah. see it.
1: Yep. Well, because, because just like you wouldn't, you know, when you meet a child that you don't like, what you know is their parenting was off, probably. You know, a young child that is misbehaving, right? I feel the same way about the police. Their training is off, Angela, and we all witnessed it. But let me, let me, I just want to take one step back. And I, cause I was talking to my best friend who, God bless, you know, Angela's beautiful, beautiful heart. And it always upsets me because. Even in these moments as a friend, I know how even deep, deeper than I, I know how crazy I am right now and how upset I am and how broken I am right now. And I know how this affects you as a friend. You know what I mean? I know how deeply it goes in. And when I look at the fact that we all experienced and watched for over the course of less than three weeks, two men be murdered, we are all in trauma. And it is really important that we all recognize it.
2: Yeah, we saw lynchings. Yes. And I think that, it, that that it is shocking. And there's we have a jumble. I have a jumble of feelings. And I think like a lot of people, probably, um, I seem to be going between being overwhelmed and in, ineffably overwhelmed and, and somewhat incapable of, of describing, like I said, ineffable, uh, why the over, like I see, like, I even, you know, what we gave you a message for idiot of the week and I could not get through a take of it without crying and, like, and it's literally, I don't even know if it's like two minutes, like I could not do it because I all of those feelings and they're all really heightened. And on top of it, it's scary because where we are stationed where Francis lives the yesterday, it apparently is one of the police office, the, one of their staging areas. So directly across the street from her apartment, and I mean, directly, um, all the cops line up in their yeah. cars. And in then
1: right here,
2: you know, yeah. And then when we came, when I go home and we were pulling up, Francis was like, "Oh my god!" Because I've been telling you all, I hear are helicopters. There are like six helicopters. I I get the feeling I'm only live a mile away from Francis, but I get the feeling that that this area, this airspace, is like the staging area for the helicopters because they yeah. just hover here all day long. Yeah, and, and here all day, you hear sirens all day long, all day. day too. Long sirens all day and so and this is the thing these these protests have been peaceful and i you know what i'm i don't give a fuck about some broken glass i really don't um i do of course i don't like protesters and people being um lied on and being you know uh used by white nationalists and the police who we have we've seen video police officers beating their own cars up so that yep. they can have, because this is the thing. It's not just bad training. Understand, white nationalists have infiltrated police departments all over this country.
1: Absolutely, and they we have, have to. We're going to talk about it in resistance wrap up, but you know, change needs to come. And you know, and just for all of us, you know, because we don't need to preach to anything about what we should be doing or you should be doing or this the that, other. That, that. Because if you're listening to this podcast, I pretty much can guarantee that you are a, a great human being if you're, you're here, right. you, you know? But but the reality is, is that I just have to say to all of us, you know, who are here together, we all saw it coming. This is why, and I love that meme where somebody says it, this is why immediately the day after that election in 2016, people were crying, people were upset. People were losing it because they, you knew that we would be here.
2: And it's, you know, it was very frustrating to watch people who I other, you know, I respect just not getting it, just thinking it was hyperbolic and whatever. And and I don't, here's the thing. This is nothing anybody wanted to be right about. No. No. And I think at this point we were thinking about what we were going to say today. And then we got hit with major tech problems because also one of the situations is we keep losing our signal and internet. And that happens when we're in marches. And I know some people, it it could be interference on purpose and it could just be everybody's on their stuff in the same area, you know, and or maybe both. I don't know. But what I know is that we've had a lot of problems with both. And today we spent most of the day dealing with tech problems. And so we just were like, well, we can't do the podcast we normally do, um, but we don't want to not be here because this is a really important time. And I think one of the things Francis is saying here is, we all do what we can. That's why we do resistance wrap up to try to give people who, for many reasons that are legit, I'm not you know critiquing, can't always be involved in certain ways in protesting um, yeah. because not, because maybe you're you're homebound for various reasons. Maybe you you know you, you broke. Who knows? There's lots of reasons. You may live uh, in
1: a rural area but there just
2: aren't any protests. Exactly you know so but our thing is there are ways for you to be involved and so i know we talked about reading um invisible man we will get to that we're not going to talk about it this week because it seems
0: a little too
2: uh easy <laughs> i don't know um but uh these things have really jumped off and here's the thing and i think they're going to continue and i'm glad about that we should in my view we should continue to protest and i, I don't i mean property can be replaced and yet, yeah I Creative people, then, but who cares? Property can be replaced. What can't be replaced are people, and we've lost so much. And and if we, I, I am, I am blown away. I have never seen. We have never had this from so many different kinds of people. We have never, as Black people, we have never had this level of support. We have never had. Even in the '60s, this many white people and Asian people, and and this thing, communities, the, the other communities, find, like that, were all affecting, and yet somehow kept apart, like the Latinx community and the indigenous community, like seeing our common interests. Yes. That's what's
1: important. And I'm going to say, I feel beyond supported by white people. I feel like somehow, some way, in a beautiful way, the universe heard my prayer a couple of weeks ago when I said, during Armand Arbery's murder, that this is a thing that white people have to fix. And I feel like I see unity. I see presence. I see humanness. I see... I see young people, older people. I see people, I'm looking, when i just doing the straw poll uh, on my Facebook, I, all, all the people I'm looking at, they are like, I'm getting out there. I'm walking. I gotta, I gotta do something to, to not say anything or do anything. You cannot walk around and be, say, I am not political because that you are doing something when you're doing that, which is saying that this is okay.
2: This is the thing, and and what we're what I think people are coming to, are seeing is there is no middle. The myth this of this no middle. middle road, there is no middle. And before people even start on the Biden thing, don't let Biden get in the way of the fact that you're voting for Biden. Just right? do it, okay? Don't let okay, him let me mess. up. I, I I received a call from your vote from Biden, and it said thank you very much that is that is what's going to happen and here's the deal we have to keep pressure up and i am so proud of everyone who is and i am so proud of of everyone for being involved and and for really for the first time in american history i have not heard across the board talk, people talking about no this is a 400 year old problem no this we couldn't have a discussion about reparations we couldn't have a discussion about police police brutality because they the whole there's just some bad apples no there aren't the entire system is fucked from how they yep. hire and recruit to the police unions and the way they provide cover for the grossest abuses. Yep. Uh, and we're seeing them attack. To watch Donald Trump use the army to disperse yes. people, protesters in front of the White House who yes, are-
1: so the of, of These protests has been absolutely disgusting. You know, I loved watching Cory Booker come out and speak on the, the the firing on Americans and American lives we are watching a dictatorship being birthed it is like watching a black hole suck up what is left of this
2: country so watching that and seeing people be involved that is that is the power and I'm watching I in real time watching people realize that Um, like there was some footage yesterday of, um, in Santa Monica, a store was being looted. And so somebody called the police. Um, and I have a feeling it was probably the woman I saw on camera where you could see on camera and the police came and immediately arrested, handcuffed and threw up against the wall, the black owners of the store. Of course. And she started she's like frenetically. And and I mean, her heart is you can see she's just so panicked. And she's like, no, 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 no. They're not. They didn't. It's not them. It's not them. And at first they're like, get away from me. And but they don't push her or anything. But they're like "Mm," ignoring her. But she keeps stepping forward and she keeps trying. And then finally, they listen to her. And it was like, I could see it on her face. Like, oh my God, my entire life, I didn't really believe this happened. I didn't really believe that a random ass white person could literally vouch for two other random ass black people that nobody knows. And that would be enough. Yep. Because her her
1: very skin color is her valuation and it is her right of passage in this world. And we are all, I am fucking done over it over it the fact that missy miss amy still gets to run out and throw herself in front of the fucking slaves we are i am done with this paradigm i am done with it everybody done
2: we're done and i think what we're seeing is everybody be like no No, and and be done with it, even if they're just now really seeing it. I am listening to people who I felt like, you know, had good hearts, but really just couldn't get past the, well, maybe that's not how they meant it sort of way of looking at things, really go, oh, shit, what's it like to be black, actually? And I'm like, what we, here's the thing, we stopped complaining about a bunch of stuff a long time ago, because what was the point? And so you don't even know. We can all give you stories about the, the cops. You know, um, we can all give you stories about all, uh, all sorts of microaggressions, which I even hate that term, but like, and and the, our, our legacy in this country, but seeing people stand up for it, seeing people say, you know, watching people sit on the ground at a protest and be like, why are you in riot gear? This is not a riot. Yeah. Is amazing.
1: Well, you know, and I think it's powerful and it is powerful. Uh, you know, number one, I also, I, in terms of the quote unquote, what they call looting, for me, it is crashing the symbols of of consumerism and capitalism, because when once we have created the want and desire in people, and tell them that they don't have the access to money and what have you, you see, this crisis is just opportunity for people to just, you know, it, it it just it's forwarding all the the darkness that is existing in this
2: society. And truthfully, this is the thing. You can't divorce what's happening from the pandemic and from people who point we're even employed if not if if underemployed having no money. i still haven't gotten my unemployment all i've gotten is the letter saying they finally received and and understand that i've made a claim um i still haven't received any of that so i look at this and i'm like these are people who the police were beating up people who were uh so-called looting water and food because they're hungry because what is it the the rate of childhood hunger in this country is astounding and in the black community it's it's much higher than it is in the white community and so people have been taking things that they need that they've needed this entire time i'm not seeing people walking out with fucking radios or whatever you know like the the the, you know the tvs and all that there was some some um looting here of some very specific hipster stores (laughs) which was disappointing because it just reeked of exactly what Francis is talking about. Um, And, and, and I don't really care. I mean, my thing is if you're going to sell a $400 t-shirt, what, you know, then I know who who made it. Exactly. If you, if you gonna, if you create
1: such a demand for your, your product that you people want to go to prison, possibly be hurt, maimed or, or anything to
2: go get it then you deserve what you get. You do. I'm sorry. I mean, these stores, like, it's like these are not, the area on Fairfax is not um, historic in terms of civil rights. Nobody would person was beaten or arrested there that I'm aware of. in it is an area that has all of like Supreme dope, all of these very, and then looting at the Grove that was specifically at the Apple store. Uh, so, no thing, everybody. But let's be, be clear. That's just garbage. And what I've been, I have been, really happy to see is so many business owners, even the small business owners who really have, they were having a problem because of the, the COVID crisis before this, saying, yeah. it's okay. It's okay if my store gets robbed. No, of course you don't want these things, but I'm. Mm-mm, it's not more important than anybody's life. It's not because, more important than Aubrey's life. It's not more important than George Floyd's life. Let this happen. This has to happen. Then, this has to stop.
1: And at the end of the day, what well, Even to talk about the quote unquote looting is driving us away from the true narrative, which is three murderers are still walking around and this country refuses. This country, the police, what we see, and this is why people are walking on the streets right now today, because what the police have told us and what law has told us is that we will not be addressing their participation in that man's
2: lynching i i which is it's taken them a week to admit that they were even that two of them were even on him that's right even- all saw the fucking video it's taken them a week to say and the police chief came out yesterday the day before in in minneapolis and he said that all the officers were responsible yet i need to hear them say the words the other there was one officer who was standing guard to make sure that nobody stopped it and then two others that were also holding him down they all murder. And so I am not saying this is their problem. Had they come out, and this is why I look, I'm going to be looking at Keith Ellison sideways, because that bullshit press conference on, what was it, Sunday or Monday, where they mm. came out and you thought they were going to announce something, and they said, well, we're not going to be announcing any charges because it's just too soon. Really? Because I just saw, what is it, like six cops that just got arrested and charged in Atlanta for pulling two yeah. college students of their car who weren't doing anything and beating and tasing them. They've been charged and arrested. In one, the the minute the videotape, So you don't tell me you can't do it. And fuck this discussion about first or second degree. Charge them with everything. Charge them with tax evasion. Arrest them. Do what you do. If I, if you, George, this is what kills me when they talk about, well, they, you know, these things have to happen. Really, they didn't have to happen for George. None of those things had to happen for George Floyd to be dead. He didn't have to be proven to do anything. What they're saying is they
1: didn't have to respect that man's life. They didn't have to and, and that and, and that is why people are marching because they know people you don't we don't have to have a discussion about it. I don't have to I don't have to convince no white people about it no more.
2: Everybody knows because if you watch that video, you know what you saw. And I am proud of everyone i am proud of us because what we are showing notice that the only thing the racists can do the only thing the white supremacist terrorists can do is sneak among the police and try to incite chaos that's all they can do and thankfully the media is not for the most part look craig melvin pissed me off today are not are 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 calling are talking about that but here's the deal because they're cowards and what Mm. have i always said francis the Mm. way you deal with is you stand up and tell them we're not taking it off of you because they don't want to fight. They don't want a fair fight. They want to walk into a place where they know nobody's armed with their AR-15s and stand there looking like they're going to shoot somebody. That's what they want. They want to grab two college kids overwhelmingly when there are like six of them and beat them with impunity. They don't want to actually stand up to us because there are more of us than them. And that's what you need to know from this. There are more of us who understand, who are righteous, and who want to live in a better world and a better country and who are ready to confront our history and ready to move forward together. And you should be proud of that.
1: You feel so good. And that is our final word. You know what, Angela? What, Frances? If you're looking for the perfect Father's Day gift. And who isn't? That's right. Omaha Steaks can help. What does dad really want for Father's Day? Steak, okay? For a limited time, you can find a variety of packages filled with beautiful Omaha steaks, plus other
2: premium meats, side dishes, artisanal desserts, and so much more. That's right. It's all Ideal for Dad's special day. These packages come flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and delivered in a cooler with dry, ice safely to his door. That means fresher than fresh.
1: Yeah, all backed
2: by Omaha Steaks'
1: unconditional 100% money-back guarantee. It's a simple, delicious way to treat Dad this Father's Day.
2: And you're giving him something he will actually enjoy. Right now, Omaha Steaks is offering access to a variety of amazing packages that are perfect to send Dad for. Father's Day. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code LIBERAL into the search bar to unlock savings of 50% and more. You'll
1: see all of the great options available, many that include free shipping and a free one pound package of their perfectly cured, incredibly thick applewood smoked
2: steak cut bacon. That's right. Visit omahasteaks.com and enter code LIBERAL in the search bar to shop for Father's Day today.
1: Remember to enter the code LIBERAL in the search bar. Now, we have a special message for emails. Emails. It's time
2: to go get your emails. Here's the deal. Oh, we just want to say thank you for uh, always for writing at frangela08 at gmail.com. And here's where we're at right now. Because the situation is what it is and, and so many people are writing us, We answer all of our emails, but we have become uh, inundated a little bit. So what we're going to need to do, I ask for you is just a little bit of forbearance and say, this is what we're going to do. We've just, we're going to go through the emails, we're going to read them all, and we're going to respond to as many as we can. Know that we are reading them. We will still print some out for next week and, and for weeks in the future and keep reading them, but we may not, we need to get that inbox empty so we can feel like we can start anew because every day that we catch up by the next morning, it's filled again, which is wonderful. And please keep writing. Do not let this dissuade you from writing at all. We need it. We live on it. We love you for it. But just if you could just give us a little patience and know that this week and for some of the, since we've been trying to catch up, we may have to just take a little bit of a break from checking in, being able to respond to every email.
1: There's just riots outside, everybody. That's it. We'll get back. We'll get to you next week and in in the future. Just have a little bit of patience.
2: Okay. It's it's for my anxiety intention to try to get the box to zero because I feel like I'm just getting further. We're getting further. and It seems ridiculous to be answering emails from three weeks ago right now because they're like, and it's like we, and we were upset about COVID. Oh, I'm sick of being home. But like, it seems crazy to me, to both of us when we're looking at these emails saying we're like, oh, this doesn't even fit now. I so know. there we go,
1: everybody. We'll be getting back to you. That's going to be wonderful. You're going to hear from us. It's going to be lovely. Next up, it's time for Resistance Wrap up, 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 up. Now, that's just an opportunity for you to get some information on things that you can do, active things that you can, how you can reach out in this time. And the first thing we have is Campaign Zero which is uh, Integrating Recommendations from Communities, Research Organizations, and the President's Task Force on 21st Century Policing. Um, This, You know, that President's Task Force was Obama. You know that ain't Trump. Um, (laughs) These policies aim to protect and preserve life. And I think these are really great snapshots of ways that solutions that we can have and how that you can um, make sure that this type of change happens in your community. First, the first one they have up is in uh, broken windows policing, which is, you know, I'm only going to come and police in an area that's I think is bad, not where you know, and where I think that c- crime is happening, and not necessarily uh, where the crimes are happening. <laughs> and that's over a group of people, and that's usually brown and black people. Community oversight, limit of use of force. Absolutely. Independently investigate and prosecute cops, uh, community representation, body cams, i.e. film the police, training in for-profit policing, demilitarization, and fair policing union contracts.
2: All of those things are important. So you go to joincampaignzero.org, and it's a great resource for information. The whole point of the campaign is that it comes out of the Black Lives Movement, people in that organization, and their mission statement is we can live in a world where the police don't kill people by limiting police interventions, improving community actions, and ensuring accountability. So it's great for information, and they can also obviously use your support financially and in other ways. But then more directly, um, we wanted to, if you're not aware of it, talk to you about bailproject.org. Um, If you go to Bail Project, it's a national revolving bail fund, and it's a a critical tool to prevent incarceration and combat racial and economic disparities in the bail system, because as you're probably aware because you are aware folk. Um, there are a number of people who are in prisons and jails and, and various holding facilities awaiting trials, sometimes awaiting charges, you know, um, for years for, for uh, are being held in jail over fines and money. It's a way to further tax um, an impoverished and, um uh, discriminated against communities, and so they, especially right now. And I would encourage people to reach out to local organizations and um and and ask about can if you can contribute to bail for other people. If you're an attorney, maybe you can go to you. You can figure out how to work um and do pro bono work for people who are being arrested right now. Do what you can.
1: Yes, please, and thank you. You know, like any any bit that you can do, and even if it is just. You know, and that's, that's not just. But even if it's just sending positive energy and healing e- energy to everybody in this in this moment, because we need we need some thought and prayer really in this country, because we're sick. There's a lot of poison going on in this country right now, and I, I and Donald Trump for me is the, the biggest symbol of it all. He isn't the, the the source of it, but he's the biggest symbol of it for me.
2: And he's exploiting it. And let me, I need to say this too. I don't give a fuck what he wants. Um, The the argument that, oh, well, this is just what he wants, or this is just what they want. I don't live my life that way. Um, When people say, don't block that person because they brag about it. I don't care what people I don't respect brag about. I really don't. I just don't want those assholes in our lives. (laughs) So... Don't care what they consider a trophy. Uh, my trophy is you. My trophy are the relationship I have in my community, and my community is larger and righteous and better. And yeah. we, there are more of us. I don't think it even matters that today there were seven s- states had primaries. Um, it sort of seemed. I mean, Ra- Maddow. I think Rachel's like, uh, "It seems kind of weird to even say it." Or maybe it was Chris Hayes. I forget who. But. Here's the deal. Everybody's going to vote. Every I don't care what's going on. We're all going to be there, and we all we, you can see what's happening right now. Not the way that we deal with Donald Trump and his authoritarianism and his attempt to grab power. The way we deal with what we see coming, which is him not wanting to peacefully transfer f- power, not wanting to wanting to those elections, is not to stay home. That is not how we're going to combat that. Well, how we combat it is by being in their faces every day, so they know what they're up against is eighty percent of this country.
1: And, and here's the other part of it. What you see, what what we're experiencing right now, don't get it twisted. Yes, this is absolutely about George Floyd, Mr. Floyd. Yet this show of militarization is about the election, and don't be, don't miss this narrative at all. This is about chilling what that man did in that street to Mr. Floyd, and what Donald Trump is pulling these these uh calling in the U.S. military. This is about chilling your Second Amendment rights. It's about chilling your want to vote. It's about chilling, getting you out in the streets. It's about chilling protest. This is about scaring us. And we
2: cannot show that fear. I think you meant First Amendment.
1: I'm sorry, First Amendment. I'm sorry. no <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a gun one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my head. I got to take my medicine. Oh, uh, my no. medicine.
2: It's, it's your pressure, girl. It's my pressure, pressure, girl. My pressure. I'm laying on my pressure medication. So well, yeah, we, we love you. We love you so much. And Understand and know this. This is the best thing I can tell you. In human history, there has never been a time when tyranny was allowed to continue. There has never been a time, whether it was a Holocaust and the Third Reich or slavery or any of the gross ills of our country or Donald fucking Trump. From the day he got elected, the day after he was inaugurated, we have been in these streets. That's what large-
1: the has- we go in one day.
2: And we are going, and this is the thing, we do, human beings are resilient and we are tough. And I do believe that we are basically good. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. And I thank you all. And we love you. Yeah. And stay safe and stay involved. We love you.
1: We want to thank our production team, Gail and Laura. And...
2: So, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry? So, so, so much. We want to thank them so
1: yeah. much. I'm sorry, Miss
2: I'm Angela V. Shelton. We
1: are friends. thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. States, public health departments, and businesses are increasingly suggesting, if not requiring, the wearing of face masks. It's the
2: smart, practical thing to wear if you have a reason to leave your home.
1: A mask is a responsible way to protect yourself, your family, and your community.
2: And our friends at thecleanphone.com now have KN95 masks that are ready to ship. These masks are rated to filter 95% plus and are certified to FFP2 standards. Go
1: to thecleanphone.com and order your 10-pack of KN95 face masks today. Add the code SEXYLIBERAL to the drop-down box for free shipping. Get face masks into the hands of as many people as is possible is an important next step in living with this virus. That's
2: right. So get a KN95 mask for you. Get some for your family, your neighbors, and friends.
1: If you go outside, you should wear a face mask.
2: That's right. So go to cleanphone.com. That's the cleanphone.com and order your 10-pack of masks today.
1: And for free shipping, remember the code SEXYLIBERAL.